welcome to ShoeCast, the only podcast in the world where you can align yourself with other people who have the same passion for shoes. Now, let's get right into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the ShoeCast show. If this is your first time listening, thank you for tuning in. This is a podcast where we interview people and talk everything related to shoes. My name is Chase, and I'm here with today my co-host, Landon. And today we are talking to the glorified sneaker salesman, or better known as Roscoe. He's a sneaker YouTuber uh, YouTuber with 50,000 subscribers, and he makes YouTubes talking about the latest sneaker releases and sneaker reviews. How's it going, Roscoe? Doing all right. How about you guys? Pretty good. Hey, we're doing good, man. Thanks for coming on. So uh, we'll go ahead and get started. So where did your uh, where did your name Roscoe come from that you use for YouTube and stuff like that? Uh, it's actually a abbreviation of my last name. So it's it's what I grew up with, and in everyone since I was in high school has always called me Roscoe. So. I just it stuck with me and to this day I I just run with it and people still call me Roscoe. They don't call me by my first name at all. So um but that's just where it's come from. It's that's my name. Cool. All right, there you go. That's, that's common. A lot of people get that kind of get that last name or any variation of that as a nickname yeah. type of thing. That's uh-huh. pretty common to see for sure. So how did you uh learn about and like get into sneakers? I've always been into sneakers. Ever since I was a kid, it was just, uh, I, I think it just majorly came from my older brother. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, I'm, I'm like the middle child in my family, but uh, I've had an older brother and he was always into sneakers and I was the, always the one looking up to him and stealing his shoes mm-hmm. and trying to f- fit into him and wear them. So, and also sports. I played sports my whole life uh big into football and um just watching what i you know what you guys watch on tv and stuff and uh i always even my mom used to tell me when i was a kid i was like clean my shoes always wanted to have the nice kicks and it's just it's been part of my life since i was a kid so always always been into shoes yeah i can definitely relate to that i used to I used to get a bunch of like shoe cleaner, bring my shoes into the kitchen and pay my little brother to just, hey, you want a little extra money? Just clean all these shoes for me. I just give him a rag, <laughs> give him the solution and he go to work. But uh, no, I, I can definitely uh, I can definitely relate to that. But uh, why did you start filming YouTube videos? What kind of inspired that to happen? Well, I think it was, you know, I was in a point in my life where it was like it was like two years ago. I think my channel I started on this platform about two years ago and I was basically just looking for something um, to fill that void. You know, I've tried everything in life, you know, and um, I wasn't always successful at it, but I've, you know, I never even knew about sneaker YouTube or making videos on, you know, about shoes until one day I came across you know, and just searching for stuff. And I got addicted to it. And I just watched so many videos. And while I'm watching it, in the back of my head, I was always like, I think I could do better. I can, I can do better. I can do this. <laughs> so, you know, I had that free time. And I one day I just literally took one of my family's camera, one of my family members, and I just recorded a video threw it up 
and that's just i just got addicted and i just had fun and then i just been going ever since five six videos a week for two years wow. so that's dedication um, yeah especially it's, and if you're having fun then it just that's the most important part it makes it easy it makes it easier it's yeah it is a lot of fun and you meet so many people mm -hmm. uh, from around the world and it's it's just madness it's absolutely madness you just connect with people talk about shoes and you know my friends have always been into shoes mm -hmm. but they're not sneakerheads. like they oh i like shoes but they don't know anything about shoes right so it's good to connect with people in a community and also like i mean people from la you know united kingdom australia you just talk with everybody and it's just it's just fun it's it's so much fun that's awesome no, definitely and that's kind of the way it is kind of like just in the sneaker culture in the sneaker community so uh i know that we've got to interview people from all over the place but what would you say uh kind of piggybacking off that is one of your more memorable moments since being involved with sneakers memorable moments um as far as being on this platform just, yeah well just anything you know any people yeah, that you might have met any experiences YouTube. or that you might have had with shoes maybe a favorite shoe that you copped or something like that that you didn't well, anything like that i i always talk about well my first pair of like hype sneakers i've ever owned was a pair of true blue jordan threes and i remember waiting on easter I think the Saturday before Easter, they were releasing it at the old finish line back in the day when you had to go wait in line mm. with everybody. And I remember my mom dragged me because I was like, you know, I really want the shoes, but I don't know if I want to go wait in line and I don't know if we're going to get a pair. And I think I was, I think I was like in fifth grade, fifth, sixth grade. Yeah. And my mom was just like me and her were just waiting in line while all these dudes were like in the 30s, 40s. And we were waiting in line to get this pair of kicks. And honestly, that's one of my first pair of Jordans I've ever gotten with the true blue Jordan threes. And I literally wore those till those fell apart to the soul just came undone wow. and it was all cracking on the sides. So that was my first pair of Jordans I've ever owned. That's awesome. And that was back because now, now I, I jumped on the Yeezy wave. So right. I, I'm more into Adidas Yeezy, but FYI, everybody's watching this. They weren't around back then. That's Yeah, so, very true. Yeah, they're still technically right. uh, new, if you would say, in the uh, sneaker world. You know, Jordan's been, along, been around for a lot longer. Um, so actually, it's time for a uh, segment of the show that we call Two Cents. Um, this is where we talk about the current events about shoes. Um, recently, eBay just came out and started, and they said they're going to partner with SneakerCon, and now they're allowing sneakers over $100 to be authenticated um, before arriving to the customer. Roscoe, um, what are your two cents about eBay, and will this affect GOAT and StockX? Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, It's going to affect. Yeah, I mean, the more, uh, the more... The more companies entering the market is just better for us, you know, consumers. Mm -hmm. right. So they still got a long way to go because they just started this and right. we'll see how it works. Mm -hmm. But I think it's going to be successful. You know, I, I know the guys over at SneakerCon and um, they do an awesome job. If you guys haven't gone to a SneakerCon event, mm -hmm. it's a must. 
absolutely a must. And they do a fantastic job, legit checking shoes. So if they're in charge, I think they're going to, they're going to kill it. And it's a smart move by eBay because I think that's always been the shadow of eBay is if you go on there, I mean, right. Yeah. A lot of scams. Yeah. Uh huh. Do you think, do you think uh, it will take out one of the competitors? Do you think StockX or GOAT would disappear if eBay, you know, is a true, true uh, fighter? No, 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 they're too big. Yeah, they're way too big at this point. Mm-hmm. StockX is multi like a multi billion dollar company, go billion dollar company. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of room, there's plenty oh, of room yeah. in the market for more people to jump in it. Um, will it eat up some of their profit? Yeah, but uh, I think it's a win win for everybody, honestly, especially for us. It gives us more options, mm-hmm. and I'm curious to see you know what they do, you know, as, as far as like, I think can keep it listing like the listing pages you know like how yeah. you know stock x you could be able to click on a shoe see all the sizes mm-hmm. ebay's a little bit different right. ebay you gotta it's like each individual listing mm-hmm. and you know it's gonna be a little bit harder too for sellers because people be just taking pictures on their phone and uploading them right right so uh it's all gonna come down to that i don't know yeah. it's gonna be interesting yeah, definitely. And eBay already did, already kind of made a splash by a couple months back. They waived seller fees for any shoes over $100, which was like crazy. I, I, at oh, at yeah. first, I was like, they're not going to be able to keep that up, but they're still sticking with it. Anything over $100 and zero cents, you don't pay any fee. Their eBay doesn't take their fee from that. So it's like you can sell a $700 pair of shoes on there and it doesn't cost you money. Yeah. from ebay for so like that for, for now, now. That's yeah there's I'm no saying. way there's no way i just, we just because ebay week. can do that because yeah. they're in every segment exactly you know that's mm-hmm. big difference between StockX and goat StockX only focuses on streetwear sneakers ebay i mean you can sell your grandma's furniture on there <laughs> right. so it's it, they got a lot more customers yeah. bigger company probably and for now yeah for now should yeah, be right, should right, be right. interesting to see what they do though Definitely. after that but uh, so you started making YouTube videos a little bit over two years ago now. So uh, what are some advice that you have for people that are kind of wanting to become a sneaker influencer as well? Consistency. Consistency. Consistency is the main thing. Um, and it's, you, you're not going to be good at it at first. You're just not. Right. I go back into my archive. My videos are absolutely trash, <laughs> but you got to start somewhere right. and it may look easy, but it's not. It's not. I mean, you think you can talk to a camera and come across and, you know, have this, you know, and sound articulate and have a good flow, but no, it develops over time. Practice makes perfect. That saying definitely holds true. But you just got to be consistent, especially on YouTube. People are putting out videos like five, six times a week. You can't just put out one, you know, a month and then expect people to keep coming back. Right. Um, but you also got to make relevant content, too. Uh, I think that helps a lot, like searchable content. You know, with me, I always now I do kind of been leaning over the streaming. That's mm-hmm. what I do now. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of live cops. And that I think is starting to take off a little bit is the more live because mm-hmm. it doesn't get any more authentic than live. Than your actual exactly. experience of yeah. doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen, you know, 
if anybody watches my videos and my streams, I get a little bit of an inspiration from the gaming community and watching their streams and how they have over 15,000 viewers, 30,000 viewers. And I'm trying to implement some of that, bring it over to YouTube and make it, you know, especially sneaker YouTube and put my own spin on it. So definitely. But consistency Consistency is the the takeaway there. Well, that's actually a good, uh, a good way to lead into the next uh, question is, you know, I have been, when I was doing these uh, questions, I saw that in some of your videos and live streams, you say chicken and W's. Where did that come from? Uh, I don't want to bite something, but yeah, they, um, I mean, this is like a famous restaurant. Uh-huh. It's called Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Oh, okay. So okay. it's my spin on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Roscoe's Chicken and W's. So we, I um, that. I don't know. It's the saying, it's fun. Uh, when I do my live cops, it's not about, you know, watch me caught 15, 20 pairs mm-hmm. and why you take an L. No, it's, I try to get a personal and then we all help each other try to get W's. And that's why I joke around. It's a family restaurant. Everyone eats <laughs> and that's the goal. That's just the goal. We just, I want people to come in and walk away trying to get a pair and hopefully they get that w and um make it a little bit of entertaining you know some of these drops last two three hours sometimes so yeah um i just try to make make it fun make it a fun experience because sometimes it's really not it's not a fun experience it can be shit's crashing and right yeah i remember yeah what was that last year yeezy day it was like eight twelve hours long they were just slowly dropping a single uh release every single like few hours and they were shifting from like Yeezy supply to Adidas and yeah, yeah. that that was awful. But yeah, yeah that's and awesome. That, I think that was the, one of the first big streams I did at the time. Uh-huh. And if anybody's watching too, I should have added this to starting off. You don't need the best equipment. Mm. You don't need. I started off on an iPhone. That's how I started streaming. Did all this on an iPhone. And then whatever money I was able to generate, I slowly built it up. Right. You know, I added the, the desktop, the dual monitors, the nice, you know, the the, the headphones, the the mic. But you, you got to work your way up. Right. But it always started on a phone. So. Definitely. All right. So uh, for our next question, has a dog ever chewed up one of your shoes? Has your dog ever <laughs> chewed up one of your sneakers before? No. Thankfully not. <laughs> oh man, uh, no, no. He doesn't go for the shoes, but the shoe boxes are. Yeah, he he's chewed up shoe boxes. Dang. I mean, I guess yeah. you'd prefer it that way, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> the box is nah, a little cheaper, I, less less important than the shoe. You don't wear the box. I don't usually. know. Sometimes though, those yeah. boxes are so nice. Sometimes I'm not gonna. I I haven't bought a shoe yet for the box. Yeah, that's very true. Shoe, I I got a couple of Yeezy boxes with his teeth dug in it. <laughs> I mean, like you said, you don't wear the box, you wear the shoes. So yeah. it isn't, it's not too bad. Yeah, uh, it could be worse. But uh, so next, is there a special collab that you would like to see on a shoe brand or a certain shoe model? You know, I mean, in 2020, 2019, I think we're really starting to see more and more collabs just fly, just come out of, out of everywhere. Travis Scott's are, are obviously popping right now. You've obviously got the Yeezy collabs that you have with Kanye. I mean, you see all kinds of different collab, yeah, brand collabs, fragment yeah. collabs. 
you know, yeah. all kinds of stuff. Is there a certain collab or a certain collab you want to see on a certain shoe model that you can think of? Well, we know that, well, technically Adidas Yeezy is a collab in right. a sense, yeah. but now Yeezy is its own brand. So it's own separate. I would like to see some sort of Yeezy collab with someone else. Okay. I that would be crazy. That, yeah. Maybe like I know they're supposed to do like a Yeezy Derek Rose right. signature. I saw one. that. Yeah. I saw that. But I want to see something maybe something different. Did you I see the mock ups for that shoe too? The uh the the look for that Yeezy D Rose collab? It looks like a fish Dude, bone. they looks like a literal <laughs> grill fish. It looks yeah. like a fish. I was like yeah. I was like, no way. There's no way that's a shoe. That looks like something you get at Payless. Yeah, yeah that's but crazy. I, that's what I would I would want to see like them dabbing into collabs and not just be, you know, Kanye's shoe. Mm -hmm. And I think that I Kanye it... even mentioned that like if he gets on the board for that, he wants to do like a Yeezy Nike collab. I think he mentioned that like a few weeks I back. I doubt it. There's no I, way. He literally, because there was a period of time where he was tweeting out like, oh, this Nike shoe's insane. I got to get me a pair of those, which you wouldn't really see from someone who's signed to a brand that's just kind of frowned upon to do that. But it's Kanye West. So, I yeah. mean. What are you going to do? That's all you need to People say lose their contracts over that. Yeah. Especially exactly. athletes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. But I think Kanye West has probably solidified himself into that brand enough. So he said, he mentioned for a second, like, oh, once I get on the board of Adidas or something like that, then I'm going to try and do some type of Yeezy. I forget what the specific, if it was a specific shoe or if it was just like a Yeezy Nike collab type thing. I'm just like, I'd be, I'd be blown that away. would be the, I don't even know. There's that would no just way. be insane i don't know what you would do how you would i can't imagine i, I know it's a point where he wants to bring people together together so i guess nike david is the biggest rivals so right i don't know i don't what would we'll they see. do <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying what, like I, don't, a, I don't know how they would do like it. like a yeezy one uh, oh gosh! <laughs> It'd have to be on like a Nike shoe. Yeah, no, I think exactly. it'd be a Nike base with a Yeezy spin. Right. Like what? Like a uh, like a Yeezy outsole on a on a one uh, boost. You gotta put or, boost in it. Or yeah, boost. Obviously, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> you like gotta a, put boost in it. Yeah. yeah. Right. That'd be crazy. I don't know. It'd be interesting. I, it's just we're getting on topic now, but All that right. was definitely the uh, back on topic. I, I remember. <laughs> but uh, so our next question is, you know, you kind of mentioned obviously you're gonna get noticed at SneakerCon. You know, you're one of the influencers there. But have you ever gotten noticed at like somewhere different? Like, you know, have you ever been just like grocery shopping and someone just taps you on the shoulder? And you're like, hey, Roscoe. Like, can I? Get no, uh, <laughs> not yet. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> um. I mean, well, this year I haven't left my house, really. That's true. That's <laughs> so, very true. It's going to make um, it more difficult. But, you know, when I do make a trip into the city, uh, when I went to Concepts, um, I was getting, um, oh, I hit on the off-white rubber dunks and I was picking them up and okay. some kid that works there was like, oh, you Roscoe? And I'm like, yeah, what's up, man? And I'm surprised if you can recognize me because you're walking around with a mask. Oh, yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, That's cool. But no, 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 no crazy story Nothing yet. yet. Nothing, Nothing yet. yet. We'll, get, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, the story's still being written. There's nothing yet. <laughs> so, you know, obviously you love sneakers from the get-go when you were so young. Is there anything that you do in your free time away from YouTube and sneakers? I wish. Um, <laughs> I mean, it it's engulfs my life. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, it's so addicting. And, like, even when you, you can't... For me, that's my biggest issue is when to put it down. Mm -hmm. Even when... Even you have your phone, you're in your IG, you're getting that's messages. Tough. Yeah, that's one thing I've always pride myself is that I always want to respond back, and that you know 
it has its positives, but it has its negatives. Because right. people, when I'm with my family, mm-hmm. they're like, put your phone down. And I'm like, oh, okay, sorry, sorry. But um, I do, you know, I have my dog. My dog keeps me busy. And um, I do, you know, late night, I'll have uh, a drink and play some COD. There you <laughs> go. There you go. Just, you got to step some- away a little bit. Yeah. And just kind of get away from shoes. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So uh, moving on, where do you see yourself or your and your channel uh, in the next five years? You know, kind of what are your hopes and goals for uh, what you're doing right now? Um, that's a good question. Uh, you know, besides numbers based, I, that doesn't that never really I really don't never cared about the numbers. Um, but maybe. I want to have like a nice studio like you guys have. Like I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. It's uh instead of corner, doing it in yeah, my bedroom. We have a corner right here. Just don't look at everything that's going on right there. <laughs> it, it doesn't look like this. It looks great on camera. It really doesn't look like this. Trust don't worry. <laughs> uh I just really want um maybe some recognition, maybe, you know, across the YouTube community. Mm. Um but do I want to work with like big brands? Um, maybe, maybe not. I know I kind of like being, you know, an entrepreneur in a sense and have my own business. Um, But um, as far as five years, geez, hopefully I'm still doing it. (laughs) Right. Yeah, definitely. But I, yeah. All right. So uh, now let's talk a little bit about, uh, about like sneaker collections and stuff like that. So like how many pairs do you have in your collection or, uh, and you know, what would you prefer quality or quantity? Like I can see, I can see some quantity back there right now, basically where you're filming, but you know, where, where, where do you kind of land there? Like how many pairs do you have and what do you go for? Do you try and get more hype stuff? Do you get whatever you like? Cause you know, people have different opinions on that stuff. Yeah, I have, um, I just sold a bunch, okay. but I, um, I did have like 75 plus pairs Okay, and I got it got to the point where I was looking at it and I was like, I have no more room. Like, where am I going to put all this stuff? Right. And like, I, I wear a size 12, so they're big shoes. Mm-hmm. And um, I just get whatever I like. And now I, I, you know, I'm going for everything. So I'm at that point where if I really like the shoe, I'll keep it. If not, I'll let it go. But I've never been just solely about the hype the resale value you know people can look at some of my collection and they'll be like there's a mixture of bricks and there's a mixtures of i mean i got air yeezys up there so it's a two ends of the expect of the spectrum so um i just always said you know wear what you like who cares about some number on stock x that's very true yeah some people forget that i like that it's not all about the hype but uh so you know um, how have sneakers transitioned over the years and what's your prediction for the direction of sneakers in the future? Uh, it's been all online, right? It's so true. we went from camping to now botting, mm-hmm. which sucks. <laughs> um, and uh, I hopefully in the near future, um, uh, maybe more make these shoes more available 
make them like make more pairs accessible for people because you know not everybody can bought like no the average person isn't botting right you know the average you know joe that just wants a pair of kicks wants the hype mm-hmm. off white there's no way they can get it absolutely no way so i want to see more hype shoes more accessible i don't care about you know resell but uh maybe pre-order some sort of pre-order that'd be insane right. if nike rolled off white for pre-order <laughs> <laughs> i can't imagine yeah, yeah. that'd be crazy that'd be super but, cool um i don't know we'll see maybe you know hopefully sneakers will be better sneakers app <laughs> oh dude that that don't even talk to him about that app he's like two two or three years dry on that thing yeah two years not a single not <laughs> a single dry w. I've been on a streak past few weeks. I've been hitting everything. Oh my! Stop. We're gonna have to. End this. We're gonna have to cut this. <laughs> but I go short. for everything. Right. I so, go yeah. for everything. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know about him, but so do I. I mean, I I hit. Okay, I'd say my success rate is a good two percent. Did you hit on the unions? No unions. Oh no, no, none of the union LAs, man. I think the the last thing I hit was the uh Ruhan Wong like blazers and those weren't even that like I mean it was okay because whenever yeah. I go for sneakers app I usually don't go for personals because I'm not really buying a lot of shoes for myself right now but uh like I hit on the of the three of course I hit on the ones that were the least flippable so I'm <laughs> like oh well at least they're being generous to me appreciate that yeah. but nah I, the biggest shoe I hit I did uh it was about a little bit over a year ago now uh I hit on the Sakai's Travis Scott sixes and the Sakai's. Yeah, I hit on the Travis Scott sixes and flipped those for like eleven hundred immediately. So like that was like, what? dude, I'm telling you, hey, but they they've they made like, sure they've made sure I didn't have any more success after that. <laughs> so they're doing their they're doing their part. They're doing their part to make sure everyone else is eating. That's a big hit. <laughs> no, that one was nice. But uh, so we're kind of winding down here towards the end. Uh, we asked this we asked this to all of our guests. Uh, what is your all time grail and do you currently own it? No uh red octobers the red octobers yeah i mean if, will i ever own it probably not dude that shoe's I, expensive I, I just never think i could spend that much money on shoes you know dude but, that's uh, that's a that's a year salary for some people right now those things are so high it's crazy those things are so and then high. i've seen it's so crazy I, you know i've always wanted that shoe and i've seen i went to like some sneaker event in tampa i think it's sneaker travelers mm-hmm. Um, and some guy was actually wearing that. I was like, what the hell, That's man? That's dangerous, man. Had him on feet. That's dangerous right there. I feel like... And then someone... he gave my friend a pair of Air Mags oh on stage, gosh. which was absolutely insane like the the whole air mags the thing lights up i was like what Dude, that's crazy. whenever we first started this podcast we actually uh like a few episodes in we interviewed someone who uh because obviously the uh red octobers like weren't officially released but he back he got like four pairs back door yeah. to him he was an og and flipped them for yeah. thousands and thousands of dollars yeah. just Jeez. off the off the flip he said he flipped them for like 25k is what he made off those things because they because they ended up being unreleased so they just saw the the pairs that they had made got backdoored and now dude, i mean they're obsolete you can't find them anywhere no way. Nope. and they're either worn or beat up mm-hmm. or the brand new ones are probably going to fall apart exactly yeah. it's like a bit no it's yeah. but yeah i remember he was telling us because we i like that question we asked you like what's one of your more memorable moments he was like yeah i hit on these uh got all these backdoored october red octobers and we're like you did what 
He did what? Yeah, he just casually dropped it too. Yeah, it was like, like whoa, 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 whoa. We him. <laughs> <laughs> Great friend. Yeah, right. I would have want a piece of that too, the piece of the pie. Yeah, yeah. seriously, that would have been crazy. All right, so we're coming on to one of our, or actually, our last question of the podcast is: If you could choose, who should we have on next for our podcast? Um. And yeah, that can be just anyone that's helped you out along the way or anyone that you want to hear from that you think they may have a cool story. Just, you know, kind of anything like that. Wow. Um, I think you had Jumperman on already, right? Yeah, we did. We had yeah. Jumperman Chris on. Yeah. Yep. He's, he's a good friend of mine. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Um, probably Marco and Alvin. Have you had those guys on? We have not. No. No, we no. haven't. Marco and Alvin. These are two good friends of mine. Uh, they dab into mystery boxes and oh that's cool we haven't really yeah we haven't really stuff yeah, like that, talked yeah. about anyone doing that uh, yeah, that'd that, be cool that kind of took off last year and, and even a little bit of this year mm. mystery boxes and stuff yeah even i mean harrison is the king of that yeah yeah, yeah. that's very so. cool no that's a good idea we'll definitely look into that for sure Awesome. But uh, that's actually going to wrap it up for this episode. If you like this episode, please feel free to show your support by liking, following, and subscribing to whichever platform that you are listening to. Also, just wanted to give a shout out to everyone listening as we have just reached over a thousand plays for this podcast. But uh, thanks again, Roscoe, for coming on. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. And we will see you for the next episode. Peace. That's going to wrap up today's episode on ShootCast. If you like the episode and you want to hear more, please feel free to subscribe. If you want to connect with us on other social medias, click the link in the description. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you on the next episode. Peace.